Hi, I'm Kira. And I'm Sarah. And And you're you're listening to Decom Mission. When I was going through my computer audio, I was like, wow, those are really small. <laughs> something's wrong. Mm, something's wrong. Uh-huh. Maybe That's my a- mic's not working. <laughs> That's a quote from Zumbinis. Zoom for those eagle-eared folks. It's I- from the pizza one, which is the best one. <laughs> I don't know it. You should get it on your phone. It's on the Apple Store and the, the and the Android Store, Google Play, or whatever. I wonder if that's the same thing Gina's been trying to get me to to download. Probably. <laughs> Wait, what? Is it like a a mobile game? Is that what you're talking about? It's a so it's I want to know what Gina's trying to get you to play, but it's a Zumbinis is an old computer game that back in like 2015 a company remastered. And made for the mobile market and also, like, computers and Steam and stuff or whatever. Um, And it is my favorite thing. (laughs) It's so good. Um, But I really want to play the second and third ones, even though they're nowhere near as good. But I used to play them because I didn't actually own the first one when I was a kid. (laughs) My mom's friend did. Um, Also, I just blew out my mic, so sorry, everyone. But... uh, (laughs) I didn't own it. My mom's friend did, but my mom did buy me the second and third one. I don't know why she never bought me the first one. Well, you'd already the... played it. You you need to move on to two and three already, right? That's not how it works. Um, That's how it works but... to your mom. <laughs> They're not that linear. They're like, you go down a, a path, but you can like fork at the path at one point, but they're all like logic puzzles. It's literally called Zumbini's The Logical Journey or whatever. And so they're all like logic puzzles and like critical thinking and all that stuff. And I, and it was all randomized. So like you always never knew what it was going to be in regards to like what the answer would be, which is why I really like randomization in games now. Yes. Um, but yeah, it, it, they'll, they'll never remake the second and third games. I don't think they would ever get the funding for that. Yeah. But oh. I would love it. <laughs> Make it happen, listeners. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The second game and the third game are both... They're not as good. They're uglier. But there is a couple games in both of them that are really good. Like, there's this really weird time one in the third one where you've got... There's The the third one is weird because there's, like, a whole storyline for it where you're basically trying to like run an island but not really it's basically like you're trying to bring the harvest to fruition on this island okay um it's and it there's just one part where there's worms for some reason and you have to make the worms hatch (laughs) so so, you have to make the time pass correctly and it's so hard (laughs) that's the other thing about these games is that they have like level difficulties Mm -hmm. and as you progress through the story mode you progressively get harder depending on how how many times you get full groups of zumbinis through okay um so you'll see like different chunks of the area will have like higher difficulties like the first one will have like a higher difficulty way faster but the last one for me because there's one of them that i'm really really bad at is always the last one to go um and the, the like very very hard one is really hard <laughs> did you ever pass it um uh, uh, <laughs> yes i i mean i've never beaten the game in full um one not when i was a kid because again i didn't own it yeah um and then since it came to mobile and things i have changed phones too many times i think yeah, I can, i've sense. got the same I think I've got the same one on my iPad, so I should really just, like, the same... My, my iPad has had the same save file the entire time, because I have it on my iPad and on my phone. Yeah. Because um, I'm a loser, but... I need to look I, up a picture of this, because it sounds kind of familiar. We and I know, I know you've talked my, about it, but, like, I feel like... Oh, I talk about it all the time. Yeah. Um, We definitely played them in elementary school every so often, but not, not at River Bluff, so I don't think it would have been something that we ever played. They're little blue beans. Yeah. I remember you talking about it, but I don't think I, I don't think I've actually played it. I think you've just talked about it before and then I, I'm like, so oh, good. I've played it too. But no, I forgot that that's 
what that game was called that you talked about. And I'm like, Gina's been trying to get me to download. I don't know what it's called, but it's just one of those like cozy mobile games where you just like take care of a garden and feed things. Is it and... cats and soup? Probably. <laughs> I don't know. Because my, my friend Steph, she doesn't listen to this, but she's like, I want to be on it. And I'm like, too bad. We've watched too many movies. <laughs> but um... there's still time. <laughs> she doesn't want to watch any of the movies that we have left, though. Oh, there's, a, there's a new one. I Does she like that one coming up from the new one? Um, but she, she, we were at like my last day at work and she shows me her phone and she goes, you have to see this. And I was like, oh Lord, what is it? And it's just this mobile game called Gats and Soup. And it's just cats making soup. <laughs> and she was so excited about it. It sounds I mean, really cute. I just, I've never really been cute. into mobile games. Like I like PC games I when I was younger. Like, PlayStation games, fun, but mobile games, I just can't get into them. I can't do it either. I don't like, I just, the, there's just something money-grabby about them. And not all of them are like this, I should say. This mm-hmm. is very much an overgeneralization on my part. But, like, I can't do gotcha games. I can't do merge games. I can't do a, a lot of things. I just, like, I just they're just not for me. Um, They also drain my battery yeah, really badly. that's true. I just don't like um, looking at the small screen either. That's, like, I've right. never had, like... Well, I had, like, Game Boys back in the day, but I've never been a big fan of, like, little handheld You and I are very things. different. Yeah. I loved handheld. I know, I, I know that you had your, like, 3DS and all your stuff, but... Had, have. Have, I'm used to have. I'm literally playing games right now on my 3DS. Never let it die. I I, hate, I don't like the 3DS as a system, because mine, whenever I hold it, I can, like, wave it back and forth, and my top screen will go, like, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't like it, but um, I have the like only handheld version of the Switch because Ethan has the TV one, and I thought at the time, I was like, I don't need that version. I'll get the one that's $100 less, and I like that version because it's pretty, but now I'm sad because sometimes I will have a game on, and I'm like, I want to put it on the TV, yeah. and I can't. Yeah. So I remember you telling me about that one when we were talking about, like, well, we can all play the Switch games together. I'm like, I don't want to buy that one because then I can't put it on my TV, and I, I know. know I won't play it as much if I only have the handheld, so... Oh well, you could probably with the, with the Nintendo Switch, you can probably find a used version, like if, if like I don't know, like on like Craigslist or eBay or whatever, for like not super expensive. Like people who are trying to like sell theirs to get the new fancy OLED version. I didn't even but, know that was out, but yeah, maybe it's the white version, so it's obviously superior. Oh, Do you of get course. the metaphor? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, talking about horse today, sense. we're talking about Horse Sense, one of the whitest movies we've watched. Not the whitest, but one of. Oh my gosh, we watched this. It's been over a week. Two How weeks long ago. has it been? Nine sure. days. No, we didn't watch. No, we watched it. Oh my gosh, I have no concept of time. Um, you were here last Tuesday. Yes. Yeah, I left on Tuesday night. So we either watched it Sunday or Monday night. We watched it on Monday. <laughs> you sound so confident. What did we do on Mon- Monday? We went you to the museum. had d I can't remember if we watched it after you had D&D or if we watched it the night before. Ethan was recording. I think we did watch. No, we didn't watch it on Tuesday. We watched it on Sunday because there was this like, oh, we could record on Monday or we could record right. on Tuesday. And then we just didn't we record. We had the best intentions to record together. It was so little time and we were so busy and it was just like, we'll get to it. We had plans to watch one of them record, then watch, watch the Jumping Ship and then record at a later date. We've obviously not done that. We were going to use that time to get ahead of get like get ahead of the curve. Didn't we are happen. on the curb. We are recording we are this, but it's supposed to be released uh, next week. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's fine. We're watching Jumping Ship tomorrow, so it's all good. Yeah. We'll get kind of. We'll get a little ahead. So it's a week and a half. I have no concept of time. I just started a new job. Time is a construct. <laughs> so yeah, we watched it uh, while Sarah was here together. Sarah took no notes no i usually have my notes and i write things down but since i was with kira i w- like wasn't even thinking about writing stuff down so i'm, ash- I'm ashamed of you I-, I know i don't have any names that i can think of i can just uh cheat and look at my phone uh tommy and michael that's more than i remembered good job i'm looking at the disney oh, okay. page <laughs> 
Um, like, I remember the basic plot. I remember a lot more in this movie than I think I'm giving myself credit for. Because I'm, like, watch. I'm re-watching it in my head, and I remember most of it. Yeah. Um... I'll just I'll read I'll read the the big blurb. So it's TVG. It's from 1999. I think this is our last 1999. Yeah, I thought we were out of 1999 movies. I surprise. also thought we were out of 1999, but surprise. Um, it's an hour and 32. I think it's a, we saved it because we needed to have the sequel, and I think we didn't realize right. it was a sequel. I yeah. think that's what happened. Yep. Um. Okay. So. When 11 year old Tommy visits his spoiled cousin Michael in Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills is the worst. He feels completely out of place, but the tables turn when Michael is sent to Tommy's Montana ranch for the summer. I thought he was from North Dakota. I don't know why I thought that. Um, he's not. He's very much from Montana. Yeah. But anyway, uh, Montana ranch for the summer. When the family learns that they may lose their ranch, the two cousins must pull together to save it. Yeah, that's pretty true. Yeah. I think there's a little bit more of the, like, city boy. Yes. But, yeah. I don't know. It's good enough. It leaves enough to the imagination. Oh, it's yeah. it's drama and coming of age. I don't know if I said that. Yeah, that's and accurate. That's, that's fine. That's yeah. what it is. It's not a comedy, so. <laughs> no. The small blurb is, Spoiled Michael spends a summer at his cousin Tommy's Montana ranch. That's better. Yeah. Good for that's a small blurb. That's a better blurb. blurb. That's a better blurb. How to build a better blurb. Um. So, yeah. So basically what this is, is this stars Joey and Andrew. Andrew, yep. Andy Lawrence. I was like, no, it's I couldn't remember if he's Andy or Andrew in this movie. I think he's Andy. I think when he was really young, he was Andy. And then there's the other one who's in Blimmy's World and... Matthew, Matthew thank you. Yeah. Yeah, But he's the one that's in uh, Mrs. Doubtfire and Blimmy's World. And I was like... But he will be in. He will be in the He's in this movie, Sarah. Yeah. He's in this movie. He makes a weird. He makes a really weird cameo as a cowboy that basically gives Joey Lawrence, his older brother, a, a like up and down look of like a uh huh, which it was supposed to be a look of like, ooh, what's this city boy doing in his fancy clothes? But it's like a weirdly sexy. Yeah, it's look. like I'm checking you out up and down, <laughs> and then you looked at you're like, is that? Is that Matthew Lawrence? I'm like, probably. It feels like something that they would do if he didn't have time for the full movie to just have him in a clip. Sure he enough. must have had he must have had Boy Meets World. I don't remember when Boy Meets World ended. Time to look it up. I'm gonna when guess I guess I don't even Meets know what year it started. Was that in the late nineties that it started? Boy Meets World ended in two thousand. Started oh. in nineteen eighty three. Wow. Oh, that's the seventh and final season of the television comedy series Boy Meets World aired between September twenty fourth, nineteen ninety nine, and May fifth, two thousand. And I would guess that he was in the final season, but I don't I, actually know. I think he was. Is that the season I, they're in college? I watched it back in college. I, I know. genuinely don't remember him in this show at all. Like at he all. wasn't in it as much because, like, he wasn't in college, but he would, like, show up there. I remember that. Oh, right. He was Sean's long-lost half-brother, and he was in it from seasons five to seven. Wait, he was? Yeah. I'm thinking of the wrong person, then. Who are you thinking I'm of? I'm just thinking of his brother. Who played his Eric? brother? Will Friedel. The oh, guy who right. played Ron Stoppable. Why? Okay. Hold on. I'm, like, confusing a lot of people in my head. I need to look up They what all had the was. same hair. Yeah, it's the 90s boy hair that's confusing me. Oh, right. Okay. world. But, yeah, I am th- I'm thinking of the guy who shows up, like, while they're in college because he's at the end of it. Yeah, okay. I don't know who that is. Yep, yep. Yeah, I don't know who that is. So I... <laughs> so I watched Boy Meets World as a kid. And I also really liked the musical and movie 1776. And both of those things star the actor William Daniels. And so I'm the nerd that if I ever met William Daniels, who is apparently going to be at C2E2 this year in Chicago, I would come up to him with my 1776 record and go, please, Mr. Daniels, will you sign my 1776 please. record? You're really cool. You're really neat. He'd probably and say, so yeah, he, duh. He would probably be like, this is not why I'm at this comic convention, but sure, I guess. I'm here for Boy Meets World. Maybe it was last year. I don't remember. 
Huh. Matthew Lawrence was married to Cheryl Burke from 2019 to 2022. They had a little COVID marriage. Interesting. Who is Cheryl Burke? She is a ballroom dancer. She was on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, yeah, he is going to be there in 2023. That is so expensive. To get an autograph is $50. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, it's not as much as a copy of Dreamphone is. That's true. How much I... was that when you looked? It was like I'm looking $100. It $200? Dreamphone game. Um, but I remember telling my mom, I'm he... like, you can never get rid of this game because it's super expensive. Let's see. On Amazon, it doesn't exist. eBay. Um... For some reason on Amazon, it was a, an option. Oh, on Etsy. How much is it on Etsy? <laughs> they just sell bits and pieces of it. <laughs> There's a, You want Gary's card? Here you go. <laughs> there is a sticker that has the pink phone that says, you're right. I, I really, really like you. you. <laughs> oh my gosh, I need it. <laughs> That's honestly very funny. Um, Someone is selling just the little clipboard you can put the game on. Four or five dollars. And no one is selling it on Etsy. Uh, um, okay, hold on. Let's look at <laughs> I need to find it. Why do you need to find it? You own it. No, I just I need to find how much it's going for. I need to know. So you can sell it. $145 uh, oh, on eBay. This eBay one has it for $90. What a steal. I mean, that's better than the hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, the reviews they... have this at a four point two. That's baloney. This should be a five star game. Oh God! Wait, what? There was a remake of Dream Phone. Dream Phone, the secret admirer board game. Holy. Okay, and then it's like a it's like a text message version. No way. Phone his number. Listen to the clues. Who, who, who has a crush on you? Sarah, I think I need to spend the $48 to get this different dream phone. It's basically the same thing, except I don't know how it works. Oh, God, these boys are ugly. I'm sorry, boys. You're just very much like 2003. Oh, I think I I just... Oh, no. Where do you see this one? I really want to watch the old advertisement for this. I just Googled Dream Phone eBay. Wait, what is this? Whoa, yo, what? What is this? Vintage Milton Bradley Mystery Date Electric Talking Phone Game. Text is... Text, tested works. Read. <laughs> so I guess Mystery Date, the phone game, was baby to rival Dream Phone mm-hmm. or something. Now I want this, but it's $75. Mom says, hang up. Exactly the same card. Yes. Speaker phone. Share a secret. These are the same thing, but the boards are, the board is so much worse. Oh my gosh. Oh, I think I found it. Oh no. This looks so bad. Oh, I know. It looks really bad. I really want to know how the other one works though. This like modern one. Someone left a review. My granddaughter is eight and found it difficult to work out how to illuminate the boys. <laughs> what does that mean? That's I'm such guessing a scary to like way light up the pictures, but anything. illuminate the boys. Light up the pictures. You don't light up the pictures. Okay, wait. Okay. These are all the old dream phones. What is... There's nothing about this new dream phone. And I want to know how it works. Wait, what is this? Sorry, I'm having a bunch of fun finding all these games that are basically the same thing as dream phone now. Yeah, this. How does this work? Oh, no, it does come with a tiny little phone. Okay, (laughs) I need to buy this version of dream phone so that I can have this stupid version of dream phone. That way we have a version for both At places. At every place. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to make Ethan play with me all the time and he's going to... He so, would. I don't know if... This one obviously doesn't have the, I know who it is, but I'm, I'm not, not telling. telling. Ha. 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 <laughs> Which I say all the time, Ethan wants to murder me. <laughs> what is this game? Something called Dream Crush. 
What does this say? This is a scary looking game. This is... This is creepy. I don't like this one. Oh, no, I really don't like this game. Okay, but I'm genuinely like, I should get this dream bone. Okay, now this is the British version. Or maybe it's oh. the British version. What's from 2010? That's really recent for a game like that. I need to buy this. But does it work? A brand new, unopened, okay, if it's brand new... It oh, should no. just okay, be some so new guess, batteries, this right? This is a British version. This is like a British remake. Hey, want to go on a date? I have a secret. Do you want to hear it? Okay, I got to buy this freaking game. <laughs> uh, it's only 50 bucks. It's not that bad <laughs> for a vintage board game. Anyway, back to horse sets. We should probably talk about this stupid movie. Um, okay, so the movie opens with Tommy, who's 11, who's with Andy Lerts. In Montana, saying goodbye to his mom as he goes on a plane to visit his cousin, Michael, who lives in Beverly Hills, which Beverly Hills is the worst, so obviously you know that that, uh, Michael's going to just be terrible. Pumping up my microphone volume. So, during Tommy's stay in Beverly Hills, you get to learn that Michael is a conceited, rich city boy, and he's terrible, and nobody likes him. That's a lie. People like him, but I don't like him. And he just basically leaves Tommy to sit at the house all day while he goes and hangs out with his girlfriend. He's supposed to go to Disneyland. I don't know why yeah, I thought we to... were going to get Disneyland clips I'm in this. I was really <laughs> hoping we were going to get Disneyland clips. Um, he So he doesn't take Tommy to Disneyland. He instead drops him off at this, like, Chuck E. Cheese for babies and goes to the horse track to bet on horses with his girlfriend's dad, which is weird. Mm-hmm. And then his parents come back and are like, you did a super bad, you are terrible, we're going to send you off to Montana to teach you a lesson. Um, because the dad in this movie is is pretty bad. Um, I don't know if pretty bad is going to be his actual yeah. uh, ranking. But, but he's on that side. Yeah, he's, he's pretty bad. Um, so, then it cut, this is also like a half an hour into the movie. It's been a really long time. Then it cuts to Michael going to Montana and having to be this, you know, rich preppy city boy on a ranch in Montana. And a lot of it is Tommy basically getting revenge on Michael for treating him like crap. I should also mention they have like a 10-year age difference between them. Mm-hmm. Um I think in real life they have a 12-year age gap. I think, I think that's they're what we figured 12. out. Joey's the oldest, he's 12 years older than Andrew and then Matthew is eight years older than Andrew, so they're, like, four and eight years apart. Mm-hmm. Um, which is crazy, but life is life. Um, <laughs> Big age gaps in siblings? So gross. weird. <laughs> Never Sarah happens. Is, Sarah's a sister who's 11 years younger. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, the majority of this movie is Michael learning to overcome his city boorishness and Learn to love the ranch and speak to horses and save the ranch from being foreclosed upon or whatever. And he learns some sort of loophole that's like, because there's all these wild horses on this land, it can be something else. And, you know, you won't own your land, but the bank will save it and blah, blah, blah. And I don't know. And you just have to sit and run the land, but you keep your house. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's true or not, but I feel like it has people to be who watch true. it. I feel yeah. like that would be something pretty crazy. But during you know during this time, Michael changes and his relationship with Tommy becomes better. And then at one point, he goes back to Beverly Hills and he goes to the race track and he's like the the horse that his girlfriend's dad is racing is. Uh, well, he's not the jockey, but he's the one that, like, owns the horse. He freaks... The horse freaks out, and you see Michael has to go and calm the horse down. And the other thing is that this entire time, um, Michael has been looking forward to taking this trip to Europe with his girlfriend and her dad or whatever. And then finally the day for the leaving for Europe comes, and uh, Michael decides he doesn't want to go to Europe. He wants to go save the ranch! And um, he saves the ranch, and that's it. And then we'll learn more about these two cousins, definitely not brothers, in <laughs> Jumping Ship. And then there's going to be the third brother, Matthew, who's going to be in that movie as the 
other cousin or not a cousin? I don't know. Do I remember something about pirates? I think Am I making that pirates. up? Okay. It, it is all about being stranded on an island. That's what I remember reading about it. So it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. I hope it's an F. I hope it's garbage. <laughs> I, and like, not like fun garbage. I just hope it's, I just hope it's the worst and the best at the same time. If we just That's want some goal. good trash. Uh, I just want some tasty, tasty Fs. <laughs> um, I would be honestly if every single movie here forward, except for Full Court Miracle, because I don't want my people to be disgraced. Yeah, we, we need like F F F F F F F A plus. That's yeah ideal. Every single every single. I don't want a Full Court Miracle to be an A plus. I'm like I'll take like a B, <laughs> a solid B for basketball. But anyway, um, I guess. We should start with baby test of time. I don't know if you've thought about the moral, but I uh not really, no. <laughs> <laughs> I have to I I don't know. I sure you'd didn't write down any quotes for morals like I normally do. I there weren't really any quotes though. Like no. the dialogue in this movie was so I guess yeah, that's something you're talking about with test of time. Yeah, the I feel like if they would have this movie was weird. Yeah, I feel like if they would have said something and we noticed it, I would have like put it in my phone. At the very least. Yeah. Yeah, it was the dialogue in this movie felt like they wrote a very skeletal script and then they looked at Joey Lawrence and they were like, Joey, just say some stuff, you know? You can finagle the script all you want, star from Blossom. Do whatever you want. Um, so it felt like there, there he was supposed to say, like, I like horses. And he went, horses. Oh, I love horses. Horses are the best. Horses are the greatest animal. Horses. Yeah. And yeah. that's... That's that's what the script felt like in a lot of ways. Um, also, Joey Lawrence looked like he was 40 in this movie. He did. He looked so old. He it was, was the way they dressed him, too. To, so I guess old. it was supposed to be, like, preppy, oh. but... He looked so old. So old. So old. Um, <sighs> to be honest, this movie's not that dated. No, nothing stuck out to me, like, super bad. No, I like, would give. I want to give this the same ranking that I gave Buffalo Dreams. I feel like they have a very similar feel yeah, like in a lot of ways. Kind of, they're very much like lots of like open plains and lots of you know, kind of beautiful nature in that way, and that very similar kind of like '90s, early 2000s feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might give this one a little bit more, like maybe like a quarter point more, just because it doesn't have the terrible green screen. Oh, I forgot about because Buffalo Dreams does the have that absolutely, that. yeah, absolutely preposterous green screen. Buffalo Dreams. Nope, that's not it. Buffalo Dreams. Where are you? Well, we gave that one pretty high. Are. You gave it a seven, and I gave it a seven point two five. That's Honestly, higher than I thought. Honestly, this test of this. Well, I think that one also dealt a lot more with racism. So I, now I'm wondering, I'm like, ooh, maybe I shouldn't give that one, this one more than that. But, like, honestly, this one hold, it holds up test of time pretty well. Yeah, it does. But, Let's see, 13th year, thir- we both gave year. above, and that was, like, kind of around the same time. That was a seven and a half for both of us, just to compare number-wise. I mean, I'm kind of okay with giving this the same as Buffalo Dreams at a seven. I think a seven is fair because this movie, yeah, they dress a little bit like they're from the 90s, but also they're on a farm. People still dress like that. Yeah. There's still, you know, the dialogue wasn't great, but like it But it also wasn't like offensive or bad or too no, 90s. From what I remember, there wasn't anything that was like, oof, don't say that. Yeah. That was bad. Yeah. But I the acting yeah. is pretty pretty okay. I agree. Like I'd I don't agree. I think Joey Lawrence is kind of crap, but Andy Lawrence is great. Yeah. And the adults are fine. The dad, the dad is too good for that movie. <laughs> Michael's dad is a great actor and he, he had is. no I he I he didn't really do anything after this movie, but he he should have. His agent sucks. Yeah. I guess yeah, I'll keep it at the same as Buffalo Dreams and I have Luck at Luck of the Irish at a seven point two five as well, so it's in the same realm. Yeah. Oh, look at the Irish. It's oh. so bad. Um, I, lo- I love it so much, but it's so bad. <laughs> I will I will just think about the luck of the Irish that lives in my brain as the memory of what that movie is. Yeah. And that's the Fair. movie that it was. Yep. Um, 
Oh, the moral. Oh, uh, golly it's something gee. with something with like family before. Not even money. No, but, I like, think or, it's like ego, like putting your ego aside, or like there's more to life than worldly. No, because camping is more to life than worldly possessions. Because like, the whole thing is about saving the yeah, worldly possession. Although the the mom is like, I'll give up my possessions to have my yeah, but she doesn't pride want to. or yeah she doesn't want to but she's not just it gonna take to do... people's money for it i think there's a level of like it has to do with i feel like family is not in the moral for this one i don't think it has to do with family i think it has to do with ego and because like a lot of things that the mom is setting aside is she's setting aside her ego and her pride to sell this farm that means the world to her so i feel like it's like sometimes you have to set your ego aside or something's sometimes there are bigger things than your own ego or your own little bubble or whatever i don't can't think of a better word yeah but at the same time is she keeping her pride by not taking money from her family to just save the farm no because it's not ranch. pride that's keeping her from keeping taking the money from her family she doesn't take the money from her family because running that farm is exhausting and it's not making any money. So even if she took that loan or took that money, she would not be able to make money. So it's not her going, I can do this myself. I don't need your money. It's her going, I can't run this farm. Yeah. And I think that is way more of swallowing your pride. Good point. Yeah. Because I thought but that was But now is really the government going to step in and actually like give them money towards it? Hopefully. Um, we assume. I think so. I think that was the whole point is that they were going to basically pay them to keep the... They would be able to... They wouldn't own the land, but they would be paid to run it. Hmm. I think that was the... I think that was what the what the deal was. I don't remember what the thing is called, and I'm not going to look it no, up. No, I don't remember lazy. either. <laughs> but I think that was the deal. I'm pretty sure it was like they weren't just going to keep their land. They were going to actually like be... It was going to be their job. Um... But yeah, I actually really liked that scene. So for context, both Michael's dad and Michael actually this is a this is actually the probably my favorite part of the movie. So Michael's dad tells Michael that he knew that his aunt uh he, he was was struggling, the farm was struggling. So Tommy and his mom lost Tommy's dad. Actually, there's two parts that are my favorite part of this movie. Um Tommy's mom and, to- and Tommy lost Tommy's dad sometime in like the few years recent to this movie like even Tommy was eight so like three years prior and Michael's dad knew that they were struggling and so he offered money um and and she didn't take it and and he tried to tell Michael he's like sometimes people just don't want money and that's fine and they have to do things themselves and whatever what Michael does is he doesn't understand that oh I think there's also you can't fix everything with money like that's another moral for this movie yeah um, which it's not the true moral because it's not the main moral because you you kind of can't fix things with money. Yeah. If the and government that's... gives you money to, to live exactly. there, then yeah. Um, he goes to his, and he empties his trust fund to give to his aunt to help to buy the farm basically and to give her money and not even buy the farm, but to give her money to help sustain the farm. And she tells him, she goes, I don't want your money because I cannot sustain this farm. If you give me this money, I will never be able to pay you back. I will not, but like I, this farm is not making money, so I can't, I can't run it. Um, which is a really interesting scene and is really fascinating because that is how Michael would fix it. Yeah, it's not, it's not something that was like, okay, he doesn't even think to do that. He just is immediately like, I'm gonna go look at the real estate thing. Yeah, and the real estate thing was honestly pretty good writing because you do see him in a real estate class at college at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Um, my second favorite part of this movie. I know I exactly you what you're going to say. Yep, okay, yeah, yep, I know. <laughs> so there's this treehouse that Tommy and his dad were working on. And as you're seeing Michael's character growth, he wants to now help. He wants to um, help people and he wants to figure out ways to fix things. And he sees his way of fixing his relationship with Tommy as to help finish this treehouse that Tommy and his dad started. And, and not Tommy, even... like, works on it every so often. Yeah. But Tommy leaves with his mom, so Tommy's yeah. not even there. No. Tommy's not there, and 
Tommy comes back with his mom and I was like, oh, they're just going to have Tommy be like, well, you fixed it. They're not going to do what they should yeah. do. We were both so nervous Tommy watching it. We're like, oh, no. Oh, no. Don't do this. Because yeah. we were like, Tommy should come out and go, I can't believe you did this. Mm-hmm. That was mine. That was my dad's. And we were both pleasantly surprised when Tommy gets out of the car and goes, what did you do? Yep. And like, starts yes, freaking Tommy. out. And I was like, yes, 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 yes. Mm, delicious, delicious. Because like that's. And you see Michael go, I just tried to help. I just tried to fix things. And he's like, you didn't fix anything. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that I'm trying to figure out the best way to word this moral because it's, it kind of is like, I think there definitely is, like, there's a level of ego because even that is a lot of ego of like, oh, well, he wants to finish this. I can finish it for him. I'm bigger. I'm, I'm smarter. I'm whatever. Um. So I think there's like, there is that level of like, you are not better than anyone else. But that's not what it is. Yeah. It's I feel like there's really something that has to do with Time to Time to search the internet. I mean, as you sow, so you shall reap. Kind of. Where it's like your actions, good or bad, determine what you get. But I don't know if that's Yeah. A tree. It's got the, it's got its the like nature aspect of the ranch. <laughs> that could also tie in pretty good too. <laughs> a tree is known by its fruit. Like a tree is known by the fruit it bears. People are known by their character and actions and not by their appearance. It's also better to be poor and healthy than rich and sick. But yeah. I wouldn't say that he's sick when he's rich. He's just dumb. Clothes do not make a man. Uh, my opponent is my teacher my ego is my enemy (laughs) jeez hey his opponent kind of was like tommy and michael and tommy taught him his opponent was himself his it's true it was yeah don't open a shop unless you know how to smile Oh, we haven't had this much trouble finding a moral. I know. A long time. We'll just like finding a way to word it that fits well. I know, because it's like it's actually a pretty good moral, and I know it's gonna be like I know there's a really obvious like way to word it that we're both just missing, but oh wait, oh wait, I think I found one. Okay. Every horse thinks its own pack is heaviest. Yes. We think that we work the hardest. This is also responsibility bias. People tend to overvalue their own contributions and undervalue contributions of others. X, you're questioning my contribution. I'm the one who has worked the hardest on this project. I haven't taken a day's leave in, in six months. Why? Every horse thinks its own path is heaviest. It's, it's not exactly what it is, but it does kind of think where he thinks that he's... It's kind of... Heaviest has a different kind of connotation in this where it's like... He does think he's doing more work when he first gets to one hand. He's like, oh, I'm, I've done so much and blah, blah, But there's also his ego is like that the pack that he thinks is he's so much better than everyone. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then it's also he thinks it's the heaviest where he's like, I've got the most money, so I should be able to fix this. I'm fine with this. I also like the horse part. Yep. I, I like it. I'm in. <laughs> I. We Hold know on, the deeper meaning that that is underneath the words there. <laughs> Yeah. I also want to... I just want to go through this. I just want to go through this list to see if there's anything else, but... Um, if, wishes, if wishes were horses, beggars would ride. But that's not it. No. It's a nice horse one, though. It's better to lose the battle than win the war. That kind of works not as a main one, but it's uh, definitely an umbrella one because they do win the war by keeping the house, but they do lose the initial battle. Yeah, that's true. Um, it's never too late to mend. I don't like that this one says one man's junk is another man's treasure. It's one man's trash. Yeah. Trash. I'm the trash man. Uh, da 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 da. Um, what can you expect from a pig but a grunt? (laughs) (laughs) 
There's also you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. I still like the other horse one better. Yeah, there's that's a good horse one too, though. But yeah, I still like the first one. Yeah. Okay, okay, I'm done with the list. Yeah, I'm fine with the the horse one that we came up with. That I the, the horse the heaviest. Um, every horse thinks its own pack is heaviest. Yeah. Um. And I think that that's fine because I I don't want to look anymore. Nope. And I think that it makes a lot of sense, and we made it work. It makes a lot I of horse sense. It makes a lot of horse <laughs> sense. But um. And maybe we'll maybe over the next few days as we're watching the sequel, we'll think of something other, yeah, another horse related one that works really well, and we can reword it if we want to. But I like this one. I think it's fine. Yeah, I think it does. I honestly am feeling like giving it just like a a seven, kind of across the board. Yeah, because I think that the moral, like I said, those two pieces of the movie are really good are. parts of the movie. Yeah. They add a lot of depth and they're way headier than a, chi- a children's movie should be. Uh, he definitely grows as a person. There, yeah. There's a good character arc there. And I definitely want to give it above Go Figure, which I have at a 6.25. Yeah, I'm thinking at least a 7. I'm between like a 7 to 8 range. Yeah. I'm feeling generous. Maybe I'll do... Uh, no, no, I'm like looking at this. I'm like, Ugh, I think. Uh, stuck in the suburbs, like you don't have to, you don't have to be what people expect you to be at a seven five, and I, I'm gonna give this a seven five. I'm fine with that. Because I was looking, I was like, oh, the sevens are, and there's like a couple of six seven fives. I'm like, oh, no, it's it's better than that. That's not to say this movie is good. Yeah. Let's see what I have it a seven seven five. Not a lot. Tell you, oh, let your children learn their own lessons for themselves. Hey, he he got us learning his own lessons. Do I not have any other ones at a seven point seven five? Oh, there's one, Johnny Tsunami. The waves of life are for everyone to surf. <laughs> I love that. And it's it's good. Oh, and let it shine. Your truth is enough. Yeah. Ah. I saw the Let It Shine one, and I was like, oh, I, I don't know, man. I think I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave myself to waffle with that one. Yeah. When we do the full wrap up, but I think putting this a little bit below it is fine. Yeah, I'm gonna put it at the same as as the other seven point seven fives, and that's fine yeah. for me. Also, I noticed that my, <laughs> oh gosh, what is it? My read it and weep test of time isn't there. Did you not? Did I not say no, it? it? I can't remember. It must have. No, I think you said it. I think what happens is if you don't click like enter or something okay. sometimes on Google, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't save. If you want to listen to the yeah, episode, yeah, I say I'll in. listen, but I was nervous. I'm like, did I not say it? Now I no, have to try. You okay, definitely said it. Okay, I would have told. I would have. I would have made something up even if you didn't. I would have like heard <laughs> what you were saying. That has happened sometimes where you're like, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm thinking around this, and I'm like, okay, she never decides, so I'm gonna just put it here. <laughs> Usually, if I say I, I think I'm gonna do that, that's what I decided. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But I think the reading week one just didn't save. So yeah, if you wanna yep. find that and plug it I'll, in, I'll take a listen. Um, overall, this is definitely a C-range movie. Yeah. It's, it's definitely boring. I'm not going to say it's not boring. Yeah. But I feel like after we got after, like, the, the whole setup just took way too long. It took, it took, Tommy and Beverly Hills could have been, like, 15 minutes tops. Yeah. Uh, Maybe, like, five, ten minutes. They could have done a way quicker... Yeah, well, no, they could have done. A, I think the they whole Disneyland to, and the racetrack yeah. stuff was important. That could have been like five, ten minutes, and then the not even. I think that could have. I, I don't even know how long it actually was, but everything leading up to that was way too long. What else did I gonna see? Okay, I've got to kick it up a C plus. Jet Jackson a C minus Tiger Cruise a C minus. This is better than Tiger Cruise, as cruel as that sounds to Tiger Cruise. Yeah, I do. Want, Sorry, I think I do want to put this in the C plus range. I know I do too. I feel bad putting it above Jet Jackson. I don't think Jet Jackson. Like looking back at it, I'm like a C minus for Jet Jackson seems mean. What did I give Jet Jackson? Was it? 
a C. So yeah. I'll probably bump it up to a C. And it's boring, but it's... There were a couple, like, good moments no. in here that I really liked. They could have taken the easy route and, like, saved it with the money. Had I put it in the high? Tommy, I'm really that... happy about the treehouse. I'm really happy that oh, they did things that. the way they did. Yeah, that's the things. I'm like, they did some things that really subverted expectations. And it was too much about Michael, in my opinion. I think that was a big, a big failure. I think that Tommy should have been more a part of the movie because that was the main problem I had with this movie was, was who was this movie for? Yeah. Well, was he was what? Teenagers? A... Was it for 11 year olds? Nobody knows. Yeah. He, Joey, what, produced the movie? They both produced it. I'm pretty Tommy sure. Produ- or, uh, <laughs> Tommy produced, or Tommy. Andy. I'm Andy? pretty sure he was listed even though he was 11. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Um, I could be wrong. Don't, don't quote me on that. But, um, yeah, no, I'm feeling a C plus too. I'm trying to see my other C pluses. This is, this is so mean. This is definitely better than Gotta Kick It Up. Yes. This makes me feel really bad because I know that this is a very white movie and those are movies about people of color. Um, but that also just proves that for the first 10 years of DCOMs, they really didn't do people of color justice, mm-hmm. which Jet Jackson mm-hmm. is a show. Incredible. Whoever wrote the Jet Jackson movie script. Not incredible. Terrible. Yeah. I gave Gotta Kick It Up a 55, which is right smack dab in the middle of the C pluses, which is a 51 to 58. Let's see. Can of Worms, I gave a 52. Wizards of Waverly Place, I gave a 57, which I don't think this is as good as the Wizards of Waverly Place movie. Not by a long shot, but that's making me feel that it's a 56, which I have Princess Protection Program at a 56. Yeah, I was just looking at that one. I have it at a 58, which is the top of the C-plus range, I this believe. Is, this is definitely better than Princess Protection Program, but for now, I'm going to put it at a 56, and I'll deal with well, it. Shoot, now I'm, I'm like, now I'm thinking, I'm like, do I want to move up to the B-minus? Because I'm looking at all my C-pluses, and I'm like, I would watch Horse Sense before I'd watch a lot of these movies. I do- Just out of curiosity, what do I have in my B-minus range? I don't know. Um... um. Let's see. Not a lot. <laughs> I have a lot of B pluses. You have a lot of Bs <laughs> and B pluses. Oh, that, oh no, this so... color is B minus. Um, you have the Even Stevens movie and the Swap, which you can't really use as a can't compare anything to that. Nothing one. can compare to nothing can compare to the Swap. Let it shine. Camp Rock two. Get a clue. The Cheetah Girls stuck in the suburbs. Those are your B minus movies. I still am fine putting this in the C plus range because I had Camp Rock 1 I think as a C plus yeah and I think Camp Rock is better than this not by a lot not by a lot but just a smidge what do I have okay 59 is the lowest B minus what do I have under that maybe I'll put this did I say I had a 57 yeah, this is if I really place is a 57, which is where it should be. So now I'm thinking that I should bump. I'm just going to do this now. Is put. Gotta kick it up at a 54. Why am I in view only again? Why are you doing this to me? This is my dock. I made it. Gotta kick it up at a 54. And then. What was the other one I was thinking of that's not very good? Oh, Princess Protection Program, I'll put it at 55. And then this, I'll put it at 56. That makes me feel good. Yeah. Yeah, Pixel Perfect, I have it at 52. Invisible Sister, I have it at 55. Which, I'm going to bump that down to a 53. Because that's worse than Gotta Kick It Up, for sure. Yeah, okay. I'm good with I'm good with a C plus 56. Okay. I'm going to put this one at a B minus 59, which is the lowest B minus. For now, Do I it. don't know how I feel about... It's in that, like, awkward place between some of the movies in B minus and C plus. I mean, yeah, we can just reevaluate that in a couple months. Yeah. 
Which is crazy. It's a couple months away. Whoa. We're so, so down to the wire with these movies. It's so weird. <laughs> um, cool. All right. Well, next week we are watching Jumping Ship, the sequel yeah. to this movie, which why they made a sequel to this movie, I don't know. I'm pretty sure it was to capitalize on the Lawrence brothers. I was I was going to say the Lawrence brothers that were big. And now it. we can add Matthew Lawrence. I mean, that has to be it because this movie is not good enough to really like there's nothing about it where you're like yes these characters i must see them again yeah Please, it's just your I'm average so invested in <laughs> um yeah. but yeah um my decom mission for this week is to ride a horse if you can <laughs> Man, you have a friend out there that's got a horse. You I can do. do that. I, my friend Stephanie that I talked about earlier in this episode, which I didn't even mention the fact that she <laughs> owns a horse. Um, she owns a horse and I need to... Okay, it's been really... This is going to sound, make me sound like a baby, but it's been really chilly in LA. It snowed in Burbank. Like, it's... Like, yeah, that's wild. Like, it snowed in Disneyland. Like, it's it's cold. It's chilly. It's, like, 40s, 50s, and I refuse to turn on my heat. So it's been chilly, so I haven't wanted to go out. Um, But I will make plans. I will at least make plans with her to go ride horses, because I do like riding horses. I don't want to meet yeah. the horse, because he sounds very nice. I want to meet the horse next time I'm there. Yes. Horse. I'll cash in on that decom mission whenever I'm out there next. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. There's no horses in Wisconsin. No, none. Actually, I I do want to get back out to, to the, uh, therapeutic riding, three gates. Oh yeah, three uh, gates place. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing for, for sessions right now with like COVID and everything. I don't know if they're back to normal, but I would love to, my to guess, do that again. My guess is which isn't like outside. It's probably, it's probably more fine. normalized. Yeah, but I know that. Obviously, the summer is the bigger time for that, so yeah. it'd be nice to look into that again. Yeah. Um, but my my decommission for everyone is if you have a cousin that you know you get along with and you haven't reached out to in a while, reach out to them, see how they're doing. Or if you have fifteen on one side, like me, <laughs> reach out to every single one. Eighteen, I don't remember. I have so many cousins on one side. Um, a couple of them reached out to me about my job change. My cousin Kevin. Yeah, very, that's cool. very nice man. Um, had just had his he and his wife just had twin babies in October or something. Um, they're very cute, very chubby. Uh, oh, very chubby cute, baby. very family, very, very, very cute, very family. Um, <laughs> it's very sweet. Um, oh, yes, very family. So, I've already done that. I don't need to do it. I have no other cousins. <laughs> I don't have a cousin who's in my wedding party. So, <laughs> just kidding. Love you, Jay. Um, I will talk to Jay. I talk to Jay at, like once a week at least. Yes. So, um, yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, we'll see you in the next one, which is jumping in ship. Don't jump ship from listening to us. Oh no. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>